the, the nearly forgot the name of it. The Daily Show. The Daily, the Daily Talk Show. Are you kidding me? Do you know why? Because last night I was watching um, a comedy special by Trevor Noah, uh-huh. who hosts The Daily Show yep. in America. Mm-hmm. And so I just did my head in there and tried to work out. It's the Daily Talk Show. Yeah. The Daily Talk Show, Josh and Tommy, episode 16. Yeah. It's, uh, what is it? Tuesday the yeah. 6th? 6th of Feb. Of Feb. It's my son's birthday in one week. One year old. He's, uh, and you've got his party. Party this day. Are you coming? Yeah. Yeah, good. I'm coming. I said it like you hadn't replied to me. But I told you ages ago, so I did. You've asked me sure. to fucking film. Yeah, shit. we'll just all film. I want to capture it at the moment. Okay. Like I capture every other moment. No, we're literally looking at going to um, Tasmania on the weekend. And what? And we said, no, we can't because we've got Good. Bodhi's birthday. That's, I appreciate that. Hopefully Bodhi appreciates that. What's, what goes into organising a one-year-old's birthday? For me? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> My wife, she's she's getting juice. She's like, oh, mate. She, it's like it takes a lot of effort yeah. and that's why I have been very apprehensive oh, to mate. put in any oh, the that. juice it's all so hard you've named no, one no but like the invitation sending it out it's it's just it's a bit so much so you for did me. the physical invites we actually didn't we, she created one <laughs> and it was digital so I had to text them out okay yeah. but you still got to do that it was like have to have all these interactions anyway it's happening she's bought Little things from online to hang what? in trees. Okay, and is there going to be a um, fucking what am I describing? What's I the know, hand you, thing you that I'm look doing? Like you either got a knife in your hand. And you're yeah, similar. After me, Tommy Hall. Similar, but it's like one of those like oh pinata. Pinata. You can have a pinata. No, no pinata. Okay. The kid can't even walk it yet. So. Okay. Well, he he doesn't even know it's a fucking party. So why don't we not have it at all? <laughs> That's why I want to capture it on video. Do you think um, you have to have a one-year-old party? Don't you? Like you? Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of parties yeah. or birthdays no. like but i think it, it's nice it's for the parents we're getting together there'll be a few drinks family Some my cousins nibbles, nibbles. a few nibbles a few um fruit platters yeah great. uh we're gonna have a barbecue so byo some meat if you want okay sure you'll be up for that i don't know if that was on the invite but i don't know nothing was on the other than the location okay but then yeah anyway um so we were just having a discussion because you were saying you didn't want me to download too much because you don't have much downloads left on your internet. Yes. I don't want to get into that. We spoke about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But there was a reason why you don't have any downloads. It's because yeah. you uploaded like how 30, many gig? 30, well, I downloaded, I uploaded 30,000 photos. Okay. Yeah. 30,000. This was all just from your phone or from yeah, hard Yeah, it was drives? a mix. No, so I'd gone through hard drives and my phone yeah. and put every photo that I could ever find that I've taken. Onto Google. Onto Google Photos, which is like a cloud-based And you were, pretty, you were pretty happy about this technology that it's fucking great. they have. You're like, they've got facial recognition. I can find people that I want. Yeah. You can just search it. Uh-huh. So I was kind of impressed by all of that. Uh-huh. And then I got to this point the other day and I wanted to talk about yesterday, but we've gone into some other topics. And Unlike it's some, um, it's, it's, it's super scary, dude. Have you heard of deep fake? No. Deep fakes. Oh, is deep fakes. Is this the like... Where it looks like you talks like like you can. Um, it's a hundred percent you. Yeah. And so let me let me just explain deep fakes. From what I know, this guy on Reddit or 4chan, one of those things, his account, his username was Deep Fakes or yeah. Deep Fake, and he built this 
system. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that looks like. It's all coding, I guess. Um, yeah, that if you can say for a celebrity, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston has probably been photographed or there's an image from every angle yeah. that shows her face in every different angle. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take thousands of photos and render them it's like a big onto sampling. a face. Yeah. So what's happening and where this is the danger is like there's already been like Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. There's yeah. already been a porno of her released with this rendering using the deep fake program. Mm. And it looks identical. I've only seen a screenshot. <laughs> but in this video, like just search deep fake on YouTube yeah. and there's people talking about it. Nicolas Cage, yeah. they've been taking him and putting him onto girls, you know, like scenes from movies where they're just like, I don't even know how it works. You might have an understanding. Well, so it's just like when you have a huge amount of samples of something, you're able to interpret that. So if you have every single situation, if you have them, it's the same with, I mean, this is like a complex soundboard. Do you remember in like the yeah, early yeah, 2000s, yeah. you would yeah. like go on a soundboard yeah. site and you could pretend like you were Austin do, Powers? I used to do prank calls. Yeah. Soundboards, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was... Um, Give me your gloves. And that's really just sampling, right? It's just taking samples from all different places and then making it easier for you to click on. And so this is sample at scale. I guess yeah. the risk is that with everything that we share now, people can just scrape your Instagram. Oh, 100%. And so 100,000 plus people have downloaded this program mm-hmm. and started doing it. There's yeah. like um, Emma Watson's been in an um, adult film. She technically wasn't, but yeah, dude, it looks ridiculous. And so, like, where it goes from like you know high end, you know, pornographic looking films to yeah. like fuzzy footage that's CCTV, where you could be framed mm-hmm. by having your face rendered onto a bank robber. Well, I think that was what Trump was trying to say with his whole um, grabbing by the pussy. But that was comment. there was no footage of that. There yeah, was, no, but was he was saying audio. the audio. He's like, oh, oh, I didn't yeah. say. Yeah, he's lost his head. Yeah. It was his audio. It was him. But no, but then also there's, have you heard about the audio one? So like we've done 16 podcasts. There's probably every inflection that we do. We've said majority of the words that string sentences. Don't know anything could be more incriminating than the squeegee story anyway. (laughs) Episode 14, very um, quality quality story coming from Josh. But is there, my my point is. A fear around it. Have you got any fear? Because I have been pretty disregarding of that fear over the times no my best mate he's a um skeptic uh james he yeah. loves the conspiracy theory have i already told the um the story of him thinking that it was the yeah, government? yeah 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 you tell it me. makes me laugh every time he yeah. thinks the government's onto it yeah. but my point being he's very skeptic and i've always like been dude it doesn't really matter i'm not doing anything wrong yeah but I st- that has made me so mixed with you uploading thirty thousand images which i'm probably in some of them mm-hmm. me, uh, plus this new technology it's like what are you even scared nah nah i think i like i'm more scared of um the whole earth just imploding <laughs> you know what i mean like, blowing up and you going yeah like not I'm, you somehow starring in a porno a porno no but even you know extend it beyond to whatever it's like there's going to be way more people who are going to be targeted before us oh, of course but also not only that it's like um yeah i wonder about things like when i whenever i read about north korea or 
anything like that. I'm like, man, we could all just be dead real soon. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you stop thinking about anything. Deadlines don't matter anymore. Mm. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Are you gonna like who needs to organize what we you know, the trip that we're gonna do? It's yeah. like people pl- do you plan out very far? Yeah, in in respect to what? Just life. Like are you like I've got I know people who are like, Oh yeah, we've decided we're going on a trip twenty twenty one. Nah, it's no. It's like you no, are you no, fucking no. kidding me? We booked a trip to Bali a couple of days ago. Ooh. And when are you going? In May, you got a wedding. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but it's like that's that's as far as we're thinking. Ahead. And Bodie, is he going? And he's coming. Oh great! Well, it's free flights. You get free flights for kids up until two years old. Pain in the ass though. They go sit in your lap, and yeah. so they're crying. And it's your lap. Flight. My Annoying. lap or Amy's lap or <laughs> the bloke sitting next to us. It's funny when we went to New you Zealand. You flying Jetstar or? Um, yes. Yes, jet stuff, mate. A thousand bucks return, two hundred and fifty dollars each way. Yeah, it's it's crazy yeah, it's how cheap. cheap it is for a six-hour flight. Uh-huh. And then we're in Bali. But we, when we went to New Zealand, it, it's amazing. People on the plane. I took Bodhi I up, and I was walking through the aisle, mm-hmm. and it was just a small plane. You know, two sides, window, two window. You know, either side. Yeah. No middle row, and there was a um, a tour group from China. Oh, they would love him. And Bodhi's a fat little white boy. Yeah. <laughs> and Blue when eyes. We were, when we were on the plane, he was exceptionally fat at this time. Yeah. So he looks like this little white Buddha. And he was in this cute little outfit This that made him look like a real baby. Yeah. That blue little ti- tigger outfit. You, that's a, <laughs> I we love made a video outfit. of you yeah. looking after him and he was wearing that. Yeah. Anyway, they, this one guy was like, oh, can I, can I hold? Oh, he didn't say that. Yeah. He couldn't speak English. And so he grabs and it just erupted. There was a, it was like 20 of them all just like, hey, taking photos. Isn't and it just, nice to have that connection though? I walked off. Because in, in that moment, you could be a cunt and just be like, no, you can't hold him. <laughs> but I love the idea that you're just like, yeah, sure. He's a rock star yeah. and he loves attention. And then we got off the plane picking up our bags and there they were again. Same thing. They were all getting selfies with him no, you, <laughs> what are you doing you need what a little are you doing sign. with you those need a little photos cash. <laughs> exactly yeah I wonder what's that what's the equivalent I always feel weird when I'm in like Southeast Asia or something I get real snap happy just taking photos of people maybe mm. that's the equivalent and what have you done with them you've, you've, you've incriminated them they're now on the internet yeah. on Google oh do you know what this makes me slightly nervous I um I took all of these photos that I took on um like took photos, put them on Flickr, put them as creative commons licensing, which means that people can can use them and they just have to credit me. But there's so many photos I've taken. I don't know if I was clear enough with everyone that like it was creative commons. So if you type in my name and go into Google Images, there's heaps of photos that aren't of me, but photos that I took. Really? And it's articles like knowing to shut up and it's like it will have like a photo that I've, I took of someone with like a, a, a bit of tape on their mouth and shit. <laughs> How to suppress minorities. <laughs> Josh, Josh with tape on yeah, his mouth. Yeah, it has that vibe. So it's a little bit, the creative commons thing's a bit have, interesting. Have you ever, well, is there gone any further than that? Any? Oh, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, oh, I saw you in this article, Josh, like old photos. Yeah. Um, but outside of that. So there's this movement online, um, and I know you're aware of it, 
around the drone laws. Yeah. So I bought my drone how long ago? I bought it pretty soon, like as soon as the Mavic... Early drone, dude. Early drone, yeah. I'd say. And I went pretty hard flying it um, from the start. And it was around the time where they were still establishing half of the laws yeah. for drones. And I think so, they weren't necessarily establishing the laws. They just hadn't been good at clear, clearly communicating them. Yeah, right. it was but, super unclear. Yeah. The website of the governing body was yeah. horrible. Uh-huh. Now there's an actual app that you can see where you're actually allowed to fly mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But anyway, there's, so there's these groups. DJI is like the leader in the creators of drones. Uh-huh. And there's a heap of DJI... Mavic, which is the type of drone, forums on Facebook. Uh But then what someone's then gone and done is creates, they've called it DJI Mavic, in brackets, no sheriffs. So there's this movement of sheriffs. (laughs) They're basically keyboard warriors. Yeah. That if you are flying in a place where you're not meant to, you'll get hounded. If you've posted on the DJI Mavic page, you'll get hounded by these sheriffs who are just like, oh, I'm reporting you. I'm going to... What do you reckon their deal is? Do they come from like real care and safety? Are they pilots? I don't think so. There are some, of them, some, some of, of them. them uh, um, yes, they are certified, which means they're kind of like, oh, you guys ruin it for the people who have spent five grand on getting a license. Yeah. So... Um, so there's the DJI Mavic, the DJI Mavic Sheriff's page, and, and so, you had a guy reach out to you recently. Yeah, he reached out to me, informing me that he'd been fined for flying a drone in this spot. And then you found an older message from it, like yeah, this persistent guy. So there's like, I think it's like people, it's it's becoming a massive time waster that people are like, oh, I'm going to contact this guy about his drone footage and tell him that you know it's get like a just, life. I know it's like get a life seriously, but so. On the DJI sheriffs page, no sheriffs or the one that we're oh sorry, no sheriffs yeah. allowed page. Yeah. So it's like loose people flying fucking uh-huh. drones everywhere. It's yeah. great. it's awesome. Uh, they in they told that one guy posted about this page and let me I'm just finding it. I know this is um, no, this is what you good. don't like. No, this is what you don't like. No, no, no but it's how it just adds to it. So it turns out there's another forum called Australian UAV Certified Operators. Sheriffs allowed. <laughs> so it's basically only sheriffs. Okay. Yeah, so it's people only sheriffs. It's only sheriffs. It's people who such boring have, footage. have got their fucking license yeah. and they're coming after people. And the reason it was on this um, no sheriffs allowed page is because they were outing them. It's like, we found another sheriff. Here he is. Here's the page that he follows. Anyway, so I clicked onto this Australian UAV certified operators, 456 members, and I pressed join. Yeah. And it prompted me with this. Asking you to So you can fill, fill out three questions. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to show you. So please answer the questions from the admins. It helps them review membership requests and only they can see your answers. The first question, do you hold a REPL or equivalent license for an over two kilogram drone? I said, yes, I don't. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> the second, are you located in Australia? Yes, that was yeah, true. Great. This is the third one. Is it wrong to get a sausage from Bunnings with a drone? <laughs> so in, in Australia, there was a guy who got a heap of publicity for flying his drone from his hot tub mm. to Bunnings where they have these sausage sizzles yeah. and you pay two bucks for a sausage in, a, in some white bread and he got it 
attached to his drone and flew it back to his hot tub and ate funny. it. It was all a bit of a yeah. stitch up. It didn't happen like that. Yeah. Was, you know, cut together. But the guy got, you know, um, basically a, a case against him from... Yeah, it wasn't... I mean, it wasn't crazy. Like, when you think about um, how much people kick up a fuss, it would have been like a small fine. Well, the headline read, man potentially... Um, fined. potentially fined $9,000 yeah. for flying his drone illegally. Uh-huh. He got fined $900. Yeah. I would pay $900 tomorrow... <laughs> to get that publicity for a great idea like he had. Yeah. You do love publicity though. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. So I answered, is it wrong? Yes. And I got in. Wonder what would happen if you said no. That's what I was thinking. I I I don't want to do it because I don't want all of the sheriffs on to me. (laughs) We've got another Noah. Got another Noah. (laughs) Fuck. But seriously, what... I, I get it. Like this, there is going to be an incident where, like, there's already a, pl- a drone um, was being flown in near Heathrow Airport and uh, smashed into the nose of an aeroplane. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, you, there is a level of logic, right? Yeah, that's like I understand. No, I really, f- I understand the like you, you. We do need the laws, and I like stick by them. Where I don't, I'm probably looser. Is as long as I'm following CASA. Which is like the... Civil Aviation Services Australia. Yeah. As long as I'm following their stuff, so from a safety point of view, the National Parks ones and shit, I'm less fucking worried about. Mm. Um, So, CASA are the company that will fine you for smoking in an aeroplane toilet. Oh, interesting. And they're the ones that will fine you if you're flying your drone over a festival. Who the fuck can't go without a ciggy... Who need, like <laughs> the fact that they Who have to say that a every Sam Newman no someone okay. uh, that's a classic. Who was it? There was also the Sam Newman esque um, celebrity that got caught trying to bring a knife onto the plane. Do you remember no. that? I feel like it was like Rex Hunt or something. I don't know. <laughs> he probably had a reason. It's a fishing knife, mate. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually going uh, fishing. No, there was there was someone who was um, trying to prove a point, so they tried to smuggle a knife from the lounge. This was like mid like early 2000s just after september 11 uh, and all that sort not of the best idea mate yeah what what was an ideal have you ever done anything where you've potentially gotten trouble at like an official thing like an airport mm. ever said it you would i feel like you could be a bit loose and scammy nah. no i i i'm i'm reserved there like yeah. you know the how extreme it is like walking through customs you can't film and uh-huh. i don't film yeah you I have filmed just before getting into customs. It's probably mm-hmm. the cheekiest thing I've done. The um, I feel like you're actually pretty pretty good with all of that stuff. Well, I, I like to apply logic to this shit. And it's yeah. the same with the drone stuff. It's like, yeah. don't be an idiot. If the drone falls right now, is it going to kill somebody? Because it's 100 metres in the air and it's going to land on its yeah. head. You never let me play with your drone. I remember yeah. that. The- Sorry. How about you tell people about the first time you, you didn't even own a drone. You borrowed, hey, mate, can I borrow... This guy's drone. What did you do with the drone that you borrowed? Oh, well, just like day two, I flew it up really quickly and didn't look above me and hit some power lines and it smashed down and I had and to buy it. Yeah, how much was the drone? Oh, it was like three three grand. So yeah. I had to had to get a replacement. I don't, I don't lend my drone out for the simple reason of I don't want to be in an awkward situation with a friend. No. Because I've nearly crashed it. I haven't crashed it yet, but I've nearly crashed it. And I know how easy it is to crash. Yeah. Like, even though they've got, like, avoidance technology on them, 
It's yeah, like, well, mine had all of it. <laughs> mine had every void. It just didn't have it above the one. Like that's where the propellers are. It, has, that's the, it goes up. Yeah. Um, so the the CASA. What what else is interesting about them is the um, opening an investigation. So for them, say if I see you flying your drone, yeah, and then I see that footage, and I'm like, that's illegal, and I want to open an investigation against you. I've looked into this because I wanted to see if anyone could open investigations into anything I've ever done. Yeah, they cannot open an investigation unless they have sufficient evidence of you flying it. Yeah, because footage is one thing, but then seeing you with the controller. Yeah, you could just say I was the- doing it with a really long stick. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know. Yeah, and so you need a photo of you or a video of you actually taking it off in these areas that are legal. I wonder if that would be legal. Like you know how we've got limits around um, flying and how high it can yeah. be. What about like a two hundred meter stick? Nah, so there's, I think there's blanket rules when it comes to this stuff. Remember that idea I had for a video where I was going to fill a bunch of um, uh, yeah. condoms. Mm-hmm. It was a con- uh, an idea for a condom brand. Fill a bunch of condoms with helium and put like a GoPro yeah. at the bottom of it and it be on a real string. So it's like a drone, yeah, yeah. condom drone. And why did you look into it? Could you not do it? Look, it's flying. I I did look into that specific space and I think it is, yeah. Anything in the air, especially if you can't control it, yeah, like helium-filled condoms, (laughs) there's not much control over that. It's true. So, yeah, I think there's blanket rules that it's like you just can't. Uh Um, I was just going to change subjects into uh, you put out the Briggs uh, video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just wanting to talk about YouTube in general. How, yeah. you, like, you, so you you're on a, a hundred day, a hundred videos this year challenge. How many have you done? Um, Ten, made eleven. I've oh, got a couple more to make this year, this week. How are you feeling about it all? <clears throat> it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Well, because I think the like how big a video is is what sort of the barrier is where you start thinking they need to be of a certain size, yeah, or like a certain. Quality, quality, yeah. And quality meaning just <clears throat> not f- footage-wise, but like quality of the story or something. Yeah. Whereas like some of the videos I've made that have been small and quick and off the cuff have worked really well. But that, that's almost like luck, right? Like there's yeah. there's there's an element of... If it's really easy, sometimes it's like, okay, well, that was just like a... We can get excited about it and realize actually that was just... While we didn't plan that one, mm-hmm. we got lucky with that one where it's like... It doesn't mean that I find that sometimes that will happen where I'm like, fuck, that was easy. I didn't have to do much work. I just started talking and it was because everything worked out where it's like the topic was the right topic, the mm. per- all of those types of things. But the, the I guess the ethos of 100 is that the more you do, the lucky you'll probably get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's it's luck in general, right? It's like mm. preparation, meeting, opportunity. Um, are you... Are you finding that you're you're seeing video making, filmmaking, all of that stuff in a different light now that you're doing this? Mm. Oh, it's more around the personal brand stuff. Yeah. So p- attaching somebody to a video, it makes it easier, but it's more people connect more with it. It's more. In- it's interesting to see. Like I went to this party on the weekend, an engagement. There was heaps of people there. A few people mentioned the videos, but I was like. All the views are probably just 
the the people within my circle yeah. who I grew up with that are still watching. Like so many people know my wife Amy uh-huh. because <laughs> of the videos. Never met her. Yeah, it's just like oh, I feel like I know you. Yeah, and so there that is happens so- with Brie because she goes into my old work because uh, she's working with the founder and. Um, yeah, they're like, oh, Brie, I feel like I know you, blah, blah, blah. I see you on Instagram. The internet's just breaking down. And so Amy was confused on the weekend. was like, I don't know if I've actually met her. And I'm like, nah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have. Then I asked the girl, oh, have you met Amy? She said, yeah. But then I can't remember where. And I'm, it might have just been online. Yeah. I met, this is, I was about to name drop, Kogan. Yeah. We bumped into Kogan, the guy who owns Kogan.com. Mm-hmm. We, I grew up with him. Um, and Amy had never met him. Yeah. And I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Ruslan in years. Uh-huh. And he, and he's like to Amy, I was like, oh, um, Ruslan, this is my wife, Amy. And he's like, oh, I, um, he was really awkward. He's like, I've, I feel like I know you. I've seen all, I've seen <laughs> lots of your videos. <laughs> it's so funny. But it's like, dude, I haven't seen for a long time my wife. And Perspective, like the, it's funny how, like I think about it, like I feel like I know a bunch of people in Melbourne. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, yeah. But then, and I think that we can trick ourselves into thinking that we know heaps of people, but then if you go out onto the street, like what, a hundred out, like most people we walk past, we won't know. hundred percent, yeah. And that's like, we live in this world where we trick ourselves, our minds into thinking like, oh man, it's a small world. We know all these people and... Like, we know fuck all and, mm. like, no one's watching our shit. Melbourne versus Sydney. There's, like, a... I think there's a lot more... I think it's easier to know more people in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, because it's not as scattered. Like, yeah. Sydney has its pockets well, and you, you can be known North Shore, in the, Yeah. You're probably not going to know a great deal of people yeah. over on the east about Bondi. Yeah. And so, Amy, like, is fascinated by me and the people that I know and all the schools that I'm in touch with and like yeah. the groups we hung out with. She's like, it's kind of cool. I wish I had that. <laughs> but then we didn't have, we don't have Bondi Beach. But then it's the <laughs> other thing too, is if I go into, go to Berwick or Endeavour Hills, there's a good likelihood that I'll bump into someone that I went to school with or that I know. And I guess that's part of the effect that you're seeing is because you're in a city, like because you were a bit more in a city, mm. You're sort of still playing in your. It's like you're living where you grew up. Yeah, yeah, of. yeah. So if you grew up in the outer suburbs and you move in, you're not going to know many people. No, exactly. If I'm not moving to the outer suburbs. Yeah, where I wouldn't know anyone. Because I know that if I yeah, if I go to fucking Fountain Gate, see a few homies. Yeah, see a few people, mate. The snap, the amount of people wearing snapbacks at Fountain Gate. I'm, I took mine off because I was a bit embarrassed. What? What is this a thing? I didn't even know this. Well, just because everyone was wearing like. Everyone looked the same, and all of a sudden, I felt like I was fitting in, and I didn't feel comfortable about that. It was well, just... if you get a complex about coming from the burbs, no, I don't know, but I just felt like I was like, ah, oh, if I'm looking at all these people with snapbacks, and I, I don't know, I was just, it, it, I got a bit self conscious. What, what I mean, is this? It? Was like a year ago. I don't know. I think it was. Um, how do you describe I think it happens whenever you normally it's when you travel you know when you travel and you start like I was thinking about our Europe trip like Brian might not our you and me going to Europe Um, uh, but I was thinking I don't think I'll wear a hat you'll stick out like 
dog's balls. Well, if you wear a hat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because I sort of it's a little bit sort of America cult, American culture. You, you so could be German tourist. Ah, uh, guten Tag, wie geht's dir? Good, tall glasses, yeah. blue-eyed German. Yeah, <laughs> got that vibe, don't I? But, you totally do. So, but I was thinking of just uh, simplifying my wardrobe, but going a bit more Euro. I don't know what that. What does it mean to be more Euro? Do you think oh, filler shirts? No. Is that mate? It depends on where you're going. Yeah. Like you won't Eastern compete Europe with Adidas. Italy, yeah. people of Italy, like oh. so they dress so well. In and what way? Like so, it's just like pants suave, and shirts, like and um, loafers and like loafers. Chinos. Are loafers cool. Loafers are cool. But loafers I don't think are they you, boat shoes? Yeah, boat like boat. Are you shoes fucking style. kidding me? Boat shoes aren't cool. Boat shoes are cool. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm well, it depends sh- on where you are. If you're in the at, at Fountain Gate, loafers probably aren't cool. Snapbacks are obviously cool. But if you're in Paris, your bloody Gucci cool. slip-on, furry fucking rabbit fur around the foot, yeah, that's real cool. Paris, man, the I I I wanted to just sit at a cafe with a long lens, just filming everyone walking, <laughs> everyone walking past the the suavest motherfuckers, yeah. white pants, shirts, just linen fucking shirts. Girls just dress so well; it's crazy. And everyone's wearing like Gucci shoes. So how do you do it? I've had a few rebrands in my life. Have you ever? Actually, that's a fun topic. Rebrands. Have you ever had a rebrand? As in, you know, Amy, she rebrands me. So she, I'll say I need a whole bunch of new clothes and she buys me a whole bunch. Sure. Like I feel like I've got less daggy as the years have gone on. Maybe it's because of Amy. Yeah. But I think I've like been willing to try fucking three-quarter pants. You should try... You, you would look nice in shirts. Yeah, I can't be fucked wearing shirts. I, I They annoy me. I just like But I think wearing... that that could be... Made, like you could probably charge like double... <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, it's funny no, how that shit works. Or I could be works. creative that just fucking still charges a lot. Yeah, and dresses like true. a creative. I like shirts over t-shirts. That's my thing. But it's too oh, hot. Okay. At the yeah, sure. Shirts over t-shirts is very Nickelodeon. Yeah, which is fine. But um, no, the rebrand <laughs> stuff's interesting because you know traveling. Want to travel light? I was saying to Bree, tell me if you think this is outrageous. She thought it was. I said to her, we should get our backpacks early. Because we're going to get backpacks for our trip. Yeah. I was saying like for the last month like before we leave, she should use that as her main backpack to get to work. Mm. And she's like, I'm not fucking wearing my huge backpack to work yeah, every day. Yeah, it's a horrible idea for her to wear a big backpack to work. But you... You get the idea. You've got to Have break you done in. the backpacking thing? Nah, nah. Okay. I stayed in a hostel in Florence yeah. and Rome. Um, but the thing is, we're not doing fucking hostel. We're going to do yeah. like hotels and shit. Yeah. But I just don't want to be having a fucking roller going through cobblestones in Italy. That's every every person. Yeah. So many people using that. Where it, what, they're using what? Oh, have, having roller bags. Yeah, like it's fucked. You, it's achievable now. Like, I mean, it's it fine, if but you're if you're going for fucking four months, nah. you don't want to be doing that shit, right? But the thing that I'm not sure on is my equipment. So I'm going to bring my 1DX. Yeah. I'm, don't know what I'm going to do with my FS7. Don't know if you Sell want to it. buy it off me. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to work out the best, best approach. Like, do I put a fucking eight grand camera just in my fucking backpack? I guess I have to, cause you're not going to put it. I guess I'll have like a internal bag that goes in the backpack. 
you'd think, we'll have to look into it, oh, mate. It's that that that's what annoys me about traveling. It's having to take shit. Well, I think it's the the thing is I want to travel as light as possible because the biggest trips I've ever done have been for work where I've been taking camera gear and I've had 25 kilograms just yeah, of carry on yeah, and you're hiding your fucking tripod in the checked bag <laughs> up your ass. Yeah, up your ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Squidgy>. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to mention the squeegee every single app now. Um, F14, F14. Really uh, it's been the Daily Talk Show, everyone. I'm Josh, that's Tommy. And uh, you can find us on the YouTubes and stuff like that. And um, make sure to subscribe to us as well, uh, whether that's on iTunes or Pocket Cast or CastBox, wherever you're listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. <laughs>